take these diet pills, use this wrap, chug this magic shake, cook yourself boring separate meals from your family, do more cardio, eat less, cut out every food that you love. You just need more willpower and motivation. Misery is necessary. These are the messages that traditional dieting tell us. But the truth is, losing weight and getting fit doesn't have to be so damn hard, time-consuming, or draining. Seven years ago, I said, screw this, and I decided to go on a journey to find a better way. Now I'm in the best shape of my life after two kids, and I look and feel better in my 30s than I did in my 20s. And I have also helped save other moms from these old school methods of weight loss and fitness. My mission is to help you break up with traditional dieting and fitness nonsense, to create a happy and sustainable healthy lifestyle, to strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself, to help you unleash your inner and outer strong mom. So throw out everything that you thought you knew about fitness and nutrition and come with an open mind. I'm Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach for moms, and this is the Mom is the New Strong Show. Hey there, strong mom. Welcome back to the Mom is the New Strong podcast. I'm so excited you are following me here again and that you are here to join me on this one because I feel like uh, I feel like I attract women that are like me. <laughs> I think it's because intuitively you know that I can help you because I've been there and this is one of those podcasts where I'm going to share something um, which actually is probably going to be like all my podcasts because everything I share with you has been something that has happened with me and it's trial and error and this is one of those things is having this all or nothing approach approach. And I think this is a, this plagues a lot of us. I think this is something that usually see with, um, us women that are like really go-getters. And, um, that was always me. It's like, it's either all or nothing, right? Like that is just my personality. And it's something I've had, had to learn to, um, to deal with. And this is something that I can share with you what has helped me. And I want to share with you not only the mindset, but also how this affects your nutrition and your exercise when you have this all or nothing approach to it. So we're first, we're going to talk a little bit about mindset, and then I'm going to share with you some science-based things when it comes to fitness and nutrition of why more is not better, why this all or nothing approach is actually sabotaging your progress and maybe even slightly messing with your sanity. <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive in. So let's talk about this all or nothing. What do I mean by this? So I see this um, happening a lot with women where it's like they have this approach to fitness and nutrition or just life in general where it's almost also kind of falls into perfectionism as well. It's like either I'm going to do it all or I'm not going to do anything at all. And so this is a good example of this is when you have one little setback, right? Like one little slip up and then you're like, screw it. I've already messed up. Might as well throw everything in. Just go balls to the wall, do whatever I want because I've already screwed up. And it was, it's, makes it so much easier to um, take that next bad decision, right? Like that next like step, that next setback. And you just, it creates this domino effect. And that's how you end up being in a rut, right? Like, have you ever had it happen where you fall off track and then you're like, well, crap, like how did I even get here, right? Like you can't even think of what was that, that first 
thing that got you off track. And not only that is you have no idea how to get back on track at this point because you have just let it become this cascade of one, uh, you know, setback after another, after another that you weren't able to overcome to the point where you're in a rut and you have no idea how to get out of it, no idea how to get back started, even if you were so on track to begin with, right? It it just feels like you're lost at that point. I know you can relate to that. Like I've been there. Um, I have, you know, you have your moments. And I want to tell you the first thing um, when it comes to a setback, when it comes to this all or nothing mentality, um, because really when you have that mentality is sabotaging you because guess what? You're not perfect, right? Like we're not robots. You're going to have setbacks. Um, anticipate setbacks. That's even better. Don't ever think like, don't think that, no, I'm going to do this and there's never, I'm never going to do anything wrong and there's never going to be a setback. I have to do it this way and I have to do it perfect. Like, no, you should always anticipate setbacks and it's not to be negative. It's not because, oh, you can't do it. It's just because you're freaking human. Life happens, things happen and you're going to have setbacks and it's better to be able to handle those setbacks with grace because if not, they're going to define you. They're going to completely sabotage your progress, right? Like you could be doing good all week and you can let yourself fall into this all or nothing mentality. And then on the weekends, you you just like lose all control, right? And you can totally sabotage your whole week just in a weekend. And I don't want that for you anymore. And not only that is the guilt, right? Like we guilt ourselves out of this or around this, like, oh, I messed up. Like, how did I do that? I was doing so good. And, and you guilt yourself. So I want to share with something, something with you that is the first step to overcoming this. And it's self-forgiveness. It it sounds, it might sound really simple. It might sound silly, but it really is um, because this is the deal. If you are guilting yourself, if you are um, beating yourself up because you're not following through on this perfect diet or, or following things to a T, then you are in no position to change. That is the first reason why you are falling in a rut. If you are sitting there and beating yourself up for whatever setback happens, you are taking your control away. You you are in no position to get out of that setback, to make a better decision the next time around, to get out of that rut that you're setting yourself up for. If you're beating down, nobody is going to take empowerment within themselves when they're beat up. All right. And that's what we do to ourselves. We beat ourselves up over making these bad decisions over over like this little setback. Right. Like you can do so amazing all week. And then you have this one little setback and you just let it crumble you. Right. Like and and that's that's no way to be like like I said, that's a sure way to sabotage your results and your sanity. And so we need to start learning more self-forgiveness. And on top of that, using that as a learning experience. Right. Like if there's if the same setback keeps popping up. Well, then it's time to think about a game plan on how you're going to handle that setback. Why is that setback happening? How can I handle this better? Start creating these little plans in your head. I call these things, I do this with my clients, and it's called if-then plans. So I have them think about what are some setbacks you're going to have like in the future? Like a lot of us can think back and a lot of our setbacks are the same situations. Um, We just keep repeating them, but we don't have a plan on how we're going to handle them. So you tell yourself, if this happens, whatever the setback is, then I'm going to do that. 
All right, whatever it may be, this is going to be different for everybody and, and, and different things work for different people. So you have a plan. And what really is powerful about this too is by creating that plan ahead of time and having it in your head, you start creating that loop of, of like, this is your go-to, right? Because a lot of the times what happens when we go into a setback, we beat ourselves up and we kind of freak out and we just don't think logically. So if you have this plan that you've rehearsed in your head ahead of time, you're more than likely to follow through. And guess what? We are creatures of habit. So say that situation pops up and every time you react in the same way, guess what? It's going to get easier and easier to overcome that setback because you have, you're, you're setting up this healthy habit, like this healthy mechanism of how you're going to handle that situation. All right. So that is how we handle mindset situations. That's how mindset, this is how that all or nothing approach is sabotaging you with, with your thoughts, right? When we do those thoughts of, of all or nothing. So now let's talk about fitness and exercise, because this is another place where I see women falling into this trap and they're sabotaging themselves and they're not even realizing it. And it's, and it's also kind of part of our society, right? Like we have this all, like I'm also from Texas. So everything's bigger and better in Texas, right? Like that's just how it goes here. And I feel like in Western society in general, it's like more is better. Like you're going to go harder. You're going to go more intense. You're going to get more results. And let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's really talk about that. Um, as a personal trainer in the gym, guess what? Every time I start with a new client, they start where they're at. They start at that fitness level. I don't make them do insane, crazy workouts. I don't make them all do the same workouts because they're all different. This is something you have to think about with yourself too. And I even tell my clients, I don't want you to be so sore the next day you can't walk. That's not doing you any good and it's not making your progress faster. Your body has to adapt to come back stronger from the damage that you did to it during a workout, right? Like it's good damage if you can overcome it, but if you beat yourself up and it's hard to recover for one, you're not going to get you're not going to be able to come back to have a better workout, right? Sooner you're going to have to take more time off, but not only that is your body's not going to have her time to recover. And then we lead to overtraining. Then we lead to injuries and things like that. Now, that's part of it. There's a lot of different parts to this whole all or nothing approach when it comes to fitness. I want to talk to you guys about how this, um, how your body responds to fitness. We're going to talk about adaptation. And then I'm going to talk about adaptation and metabolism when it comes to your nutrition. So if you are somebody you know what? I'm going to just be flat out. I think everybody can relate to this. Everybody can use this information. I even have to stop myself in this mindset of this all or nothing approach when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Sometimes we think, I don't know what we, why we think this, but it's like the harder I work out, the harder I diet, the less I eat, the more I do, the faster the results are going to come. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> like, have you ever thought that? And you might not even be doing it like consciously. You might be doing this subconsciously because, like I said, I think this is a cultural thing. Um, you know, it's like we don't feel like we got to work out unless we killed ourselves. We don't feel like we're dieting unless we're like starving. Um, and and we, if we're gonna do something, we're gonna freaking be all in and we're gonna do it as hard as we can so that we we can get the fastest results and we can feel like a badass. <laughs> and the 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 thing is, let me break this down because yes, that approach can get you somewhat faster results in the beginning, but if you are in for the long term 
run, if you are in to maintain a sexy fit body, a healthy lifestyle, if you are in this for a substantial amount of weight loss, um, then you that is not the best approach because what happens is your body will adapt. Your ba- body adapts to everything, right? So if you throw everything in the kitchen sink to it at once, it's going to work really well at first and then it's going to plateau. You're going to plateau. Like that happens. We all know it happens. It's, it's normal. Even on the best fitness and nutrition plans, you're going to plateau and then you have to change something because your body adapts. Adapts. That's how you have survived as we have survived as a species as our bodies are very good at adapting to whatever situations are around us. And that's how we survive. Um, and so you got to think about this in the in the sense of fitness. So for example, if you are starting out, you want to lose weight and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do two hours of cardio every day, or even I'm just going to do one hour of cardio a day. Guess what? Especially depending on what kind of cardio, if you're doing steady state cardio, which means your heart rate stays pretty consistent during that whole workout session, this would be like a jog. This would be like on one of the, um, like usually how we use the machines at the gym, like the, the treadmill and the elliptical and all that stuff. Guys, your body adapts to that within a couple, a few weeks, you know, two to three weeks, your body's going to start adapting to that. And guess what's going to happen? Your body gets more efficient at that exercise, meaning you're not burning the same amount of calories. And now you're stuck having to continue to do that exercise to maintain the results that you've got so far. And then on top of that, if you want to take your results even further, you're going to have to add more cardio in. (laughs) Like it, to me, it just um, doesn't sound like fun. I'm not a big cardio girl. All right. And, and the thing is that it's not a lot of us have other things in life we don't have time to be at the gym for hours a day and so if you are doing everything at once like you're you're doing all the exercise right like you're somebody that's never exercised and all of a sudden you're going to exercise an hour an hour and a half at the gym every freaking day well, your body's going to start to adapt to that, especially cardio. Now, the good thing is with weightlifting, though, is we can kind to we can um, I know this is kind of a side note, but weightlifting is different because we can change the intensity of weightlifting a lot better. Uh, with cardio, you can go harder or you can go longer. And and it's just like you you can only do so, so much. You can only do so much when it comes to meeting adaptations for cardio. Now, when it comes to weightlifting, hey, that's a lot easier to to, um, to change. You can increase your weights. That's really simple. You can do the same. Guys, I do the same staple exercises for years, I've been doing it and still getting progress because I'm increasing my strength. Then I will play around with rep ranges. I'll play around with timing, whether that uh, with like rest timing and and um, all that fun stuff. So there's different variables that I can change to make it a totally different workout. This is why you won't ever see me posting a bunch of freaking little cute exercises on Instagram. I'll leave that to all the little Instagram bunnies because it's those little exercises, things like that. They're fun. They're cute. But guess what? It's unnecessary. And I want to get more bang for my buck when I go in the gym. So I'm going to stick to lifts that I know that are going to give me that. And those are usually not those cute little exercises. And I feel like a lot of, I know I'm starting to get on a little side rant, but I feel like a lot of those girls do that because they're trying to get attention or it's something new. I know sometimes we get, um, 
we get bored, right? Sometimes with our exercises, but the thing is, they're not going to give you the most bang for your buck when it comes to your time in the gym and it in your progression. So, you know, I don't do those kinds of little exercises. So you're not going to see me really posting that stuff ever. Um, so that's that's one thing to really think about when it comes back coming back around because I got like a little. That's like one of my little rants um, that I have with with Instagram. But um, coming back around to what I was talking about of the all or nothing approach with exercise is bottom line is you do not want to be doing everything at once. Like I said, throwing the kitchen sink and um, because your body is going to adapt. And then what you're going to have to do after that, if you want to keep progressing, is just bring the intensity and just do more and more and more. And that is not... um, when it comes to cardio, it's just not sufficient. It just doesn't, it's not like you can't, it's not sustainable. There's the word. I was like trying to link for the word. It's not sustainable. So this is why I really love weightlifting. Now I'm not saying that cardio doesn't deserve its place. I am, I love HIIT cardio. HIIT cardio, it mimics a lot of weightlifting. And so you have those intervals of high intensity and followed by short rest period, which is kind of like what um, bodybuilding can be. And so, you know, that's that's really what I do. And, and you know, and I really only add it in when necessary. Um, but I don't, I do not overdo the cardio because I know if my body adapts and get used to that, then I have to keep doing that to maintain whatever results I got. So just really kind of keep that in mind. Um, the next adaptation I want to talk about is, is nutrition and dieting because this is another thing that we don't think about when it comes to this all or nothing approach. I see women all the time severely restricting their calories, thinking that they're going to lose weight faster and they're going to get to their goal faster. And guess what? In the beginning, they lose weight probably pretty fast, you know, but guess what? They plateau. They plateau. And not only that is their metabolism is is lower. And and then they, they have to start eating less and less and less to start to kickstart that progress again. And so what I want to tell you, uh, you know, what, what I want you to take away from that. And, uh, you know, actually forget the takeaway first. Let me explain what's going on because some of you are thinking, okay, wait, well, what's going on? Like, <laughs> that's what dieting does to me. Yes. Yeah, so severe dieting. Let me explain why this happens, why you reach a plateau in dieting. We've all been there and we know what this is. So let me just shed some light on this. Um, what happens whenever you, okay, let me use examples. I love examples. I don't know about you, but it just like kind of pulls things together. So say you are maintaining your weight at like 2000 calories, right? That's pretty healthy metabolism. It's actually really healthy metabolism depending on your height and weight and or and all that good stuff. But anyway, so say you maintain at 2000 calories and you decide, well, I want to lose weight. I need to lose like 20 pounds and I want to lose them fast. So you drop your calories all to like to 1200, 1300 because that's what my fitness pal told you to do. And by the way, I love my fitness pal, but don't listen to the damn pre-calculated like weight loss stuff. Don't listen to their macro ratios or what the amount of calories they tell you you need to lose for weight loss because that is not custom to you. <laughs> so um, just a little sign out on that. But anyways, so say you say, okay, I'm going to eat 1200 to 1300. I'm going to lose this weight really fast. And guess what? First week, you lose five, six pounds. Second week, you lose about five pounds. Third week, you lose. And then it starts It starts dropping. You start noticing like it, it drops off and then you're to the point where you're not losing anything after a couple of months. And this is because your body has adapted. Your metabolism has adapted to to that new 
calorie range, right? So now your body, (laughs) your body is surviving. It has become efficient at surviving on only 1200 calories. Now at this point, if you want to lose weight, really, it's like you can't go down anymore. You'd be like, you're already kind of starving yourself. You're going to be really starving yourself if you go down to kickstart this weight loss. This is why reverse dieting is essential to bring up your metabolism. And I've done this with women and seen great results. That's for another time. (laughs) That's a whole nother podcast. But um, just explaining to you that, you know, your your metabolism adapts to whatever calorie range, especially when it's a a low calorie range like that. And so your body became, started to become really efficient at working off of 1200 calories um and so what happens is then the weight loss doesn't happen anymore right um and then you reach this plateau and that's when women were like oh they they uh, either have maybe if you're lucky you have reached your goal weight by then and then you go back to eating normally and say you you go back to eating 2000 calories what happens you you gain weight really fast because your metabolism is not there anymore. It's at 1,200 calories. You just jumped it up to 800 calories. Well, you're going to gain that weight until your body starts to readjust to that new um, calorie range and readjust its metabolism. It could take months. Um, And you're just gaining weight the whole time. That's why reverse dieting is so important too when you're coming off of a diet. So with that being said, I hope now you kind of see how dieting is not the answer, uh, this extreme dieting, by the way. So yes, you're going to have to decrease your energy in versus your energy out to to lose weight. And that's like, that's so, that's so vague. It's like, that's just like it in a nutshell. That's not, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, but that's just like the basic just of how this works. And this is something that I used to fight a long time ago. But, you know, going back to like educating myself when I became a personal trainer and a nutritionist, and really it is about energy in and energy out. But the thing is that that can be so complex and so individualized to each and every one of us that it's easy to fall in that thought that it doesn't that energy doesn't matter, that calories don't matter and things like that because people don't really understand metabolisms. They don't understand everything that goes into it. So it's easy to think like, well, this is just not working for me. Like I'm eating less and exercising more and it's not working for me. Not realizing like the effects of like not thinking about where your metabolism is and all these other factors that contribute to actually the amount of energy in and the amount of energy out. I hope that makes sense. But bottom line is it really all boils down to energy and energy out. Um, and our bodies have become so well at adapting. You know, this is going back again. I will always use examples. This is how we have survived as a species for a long time. You know, this is how you're still here because your ancestors had this mechanism because food was not like we have it now. It was, it's times of famine happened a lot. And so your body had to adjust to that. And it makes, makes a lot of sense that your metabolism will lower to the input in the output. It wants to be in homeostasis. It wants the input in and output out to be pretty equal, right? Because they don't want to be wasting energy. It wants to be sufficient. So really, when your metabolism lowers like that, you know, it's actually meaning your body's working how it should. It's being actually very efficient with what you're giving it. And it doesn't know the difference between you wanting to look really good in that bikini versus, um, 
it's going through a famine. Like, it does not know the difference. Like, it's going to act the same, and that's just the survival mechanism. And so when you trigger that survival mechanism, it's you, you just – you're you're gonna hit a plateau. Weight loss is gonna be hard. Your metabolism is gonna be low, um, and that's not where you want to be. And with this all or nothing approach, you're gonna get there fast. You're gonna get results fast, but then you're going to plateau fast. Versus somebody that was to take it easy, slow, um, and, and be smart about it, that person's still going to see results. You just might not be losing the five pounds every week in the beginning. You might just be losing the two pounds, which is perfectly normal progress, which once again, that should be another progress we need to talk about. Like, what is healthy progress? What does progress look like? Um, but I just coming full circle, ah, ladies, like, this all or nothing approach, we need to like kick it out the door. Like we, we need to do it. And I have to check myself. Like I really do because it, it feels good to like go balls to the wall, hard workout, whatever, you know, that stuff feels good. And there's a time and place. And when your body is capable of recovering well, and you have trained and you're, um, like I said, it all comes down. I think a lot of it does come down to recovery too. Oh, and where you're at in your fitness level, you can add that stuff in there. I'm not saying to just like (laughs) be lazy about all this or to be like, so laid back about it. Like there is a time and a place and it's, it's good to be, to be determined, it's good to like hit things hard to a point, but then we got to know when to back off and we got to know where is that balance. It all kind of comes back to balance, right? Like everything <laughs> kind of comes back to that and we want to keep that and we don't want to plateau. Um, we don't want to make things harder for ourselves. We don't want to lower our metabolism. All this all or nothing approach is doing is, like I said, it's messing with our sanity and it's totally sabotaging ourselves of progress. And I hope you saw that today. I hope this kind of shed some light and, and maybe you know, and also maybe helped you to realize like in the past, if you were following some of these approaches and you like hit that plateau or you stop seeing progress and things like that, it's easy to think that it was something you did wrong, that you didn't try hard enough or you didn't have enough willpower or, you know, that there's something wrong with you, right? Like you can't lose weight or you can't reach these goals. And really the bottom line is there's there's nothing wrong with you. Your body is actually functioning exactly how it should. And you know what? It was just the wrong approach. And that's not your, you know, that's not your fault. Like those, those results you got was not a, it was not a reflection of, of you being a failure. You know, it's that approach failed you. And I want you to know that there's better approaches, you know, there's, there, there really is. And I hope that I can be proof of that for you and, 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 um, give you hope and share that with you as you move forward. And, and, um, just like anything, help you become more educated on this whole journey. And yeah, (laughs) I'm being like a little sentimental here with you. Um, like I said, a lot of this stuff hits home been there, done that. I know how it feels to be there. And I want to help you not be there anymore if that's a place where you're at. So I want to thank you for joining me today. And I hope this really helped you. If you have any questions, um, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at mom is the new strong or Facebook. You can find me. My name is Jessica Nicole May. And I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear what you thought of this podcast and possibly if there's anything that you'd like me to talk about I am totally game for it just let me know but I um, just want to say I appreciate you being here and I'll see you in the next podcast bye 
Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mama's New Strong podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to get started, go over to mamasthenewstrong.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.